Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise. Today. Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood, keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. Things have become tremendously complicated for the coterie in just a few scant minutes. The alleyway meeting was attacked by armed men and Ridley tore them apart with his bare hands. The vampire hunter Jocelyn St. James was shot and Ridley decided to turn her into another kindred against her wishes rather than watch her die. And Iris invited her brother over and he dosed her with drac! Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Iris... Uh, you get a face full of of drac, um, and just as it hits your eyes um, uh, in shock, you feel a bunch of it go into your mouth, some goes into your nose. You can see that Iggy looks, he's trying to look defiant, but he also clearly looks kind of um, horrified and vaguely apologetic. Um, and as uh, the armed men with him push past into the uh, apartment, you think you hear him say, we're square now, right? Uh, and you fi- find yourself just fucking, like, 
manhandled uh, by um, four big, big, big kind of tactically dressed, um, uh, un- un- unfriendly, unfriendly looking folks. Um, you hear a snarl of rage uh, from the door behind you as uh, Emily has, cur- has clearly come and seen what's going on. Uh, but let's talk about you for a second. Um, you get hit with this, and um, for a moment, uh, your your vision goes red. You, you can feel um, a, a pulse that you do not have, um, and um, it's uh, as your body begins to absorb uh, the toxins from from the drug. Um, you you feel um, uh, almost a, a familiar energy um, to it. Uh, can you please roll me a Resolve and um, hmm. resolve, and let's go with insight, please, or awareness. <laughs> There's an occult score on these things. None of us have a cult. What is this fucking mythos? Get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, five successes with two of them critical successes. Hunger dice? No. Uh, oh no, no, honey, He's I well ate. Fed. I oh ate. yeah, you are well I'm fed. Very yes, well yes, fed. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're you're someone coming home from a buffet. You're in good shape. <laughs> um, okay, uh, great. So Iris, um, you have a, a horrible moment of. Um, I don't think you've really been in on the drag conversations per se, but anything thrown in your face that immediately makes your senses go well fuck fucking wonky is uh not great. You did you did hear about it at the police station party when mm-hmm. DJ That's Miller right. was talking about That's it. That's right. And That's uh, right. Your brother I think was even talking about it or cops were talking about it. Yeah. About your brother holding some. That's right. Okay, so I think it would be safe to say that you have enough knowledge of this. Uh, to kind of know that whatever it is, it's it's bad news. Um, but as uh, as you're kind of like pulled to the ground by these big fucking um, SWAT guys, um, you you have a moment of disorientation, and then suddenly things um, begin um, to become very very clear. Like all of your sentences are incredibly heightened. Uh, you get a bit of that heat vision um uh, that uh movies like predator have where you're just seeing like you can see um like iggy's pulse outside you can see emily's pulse behind you um you can uh feel uh these guys don't have pulse hmm um but uh you've got almost crystal clarity um and you actually feel a very similar sensation to what you felt uh, under the club um, when uh, Metathiax, uh, when you drank Metathiax, um, the uh, the demon, uh, and you realize that whatever uh, this is, because of that experience, you for some reason have a modicum of control over it, um, which is good because... As these guys are holding you down, you can feel your fingers uh, elongating um, in sort of spasms, um, and uh, you feel the uh, the edges of uh, the bone beneath your fingertips begin to pierce out of the uh, the flesh, the tips of your fingers, um, becoming uh, sort of elongated claws. Uh, so I'm Wolverine. Uh, no, more like uh, Lady Deathstrike. So it's coming out of your fingers, mm. not out of your 
your joints. Um, as your fingers continue to elongate, uh, you feel your jaw click. Um, and you can almost feel it starting to elongate um, to basically give you more bite and range. Um, and uh, you feel a strength flowing through you, uh, the likes of which you've never felt. Um, for the first and perhaps only time in Blood and Syrup history, uh, Iris Dunn, uh, you temporarily get uh, four dots of strength. Yes, <laughs> finally. And um, two dots of brawl. What is their game plan here to make you super strong and then try to fight you? <laughs> it's almost like they didn't know someone was accidentally <laughs> inoculated by something earlier, and they done fucked up real so, bad. Four on top of the one I already have for strength? Uh, a maximum of four. Maximum of four. Okay, so I'm temporarily at four. And what was the other one, sorry? Um, two to brawl. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Folks, it's time for the Iris Dunn, Emily, last name uncertain, murder parade. Uh, let's do it. Miles, you're being held down by, uh, four vampires in tactical gear. Uh, you can see Iggy's pulse sprinting away down the hall. Um, you hear Emily, um... In that the voice you heard her threaten uh, the meat bags earlier, earlier, just being like, "None of you were busting." Um, what do you do? Um, I'm going to to wrap my wrists because I assume the two of them are probably holding my arms down. Yep. I'm going to wrap my hands around the wrists of whatever is holding me down by the arms, and I'm going to rip their arms off. Okay, go ahead and roll for that, uh, please. That'll be uh, as Ryan can tell you a. Uh, strength plus brawl. Um, I'll roll an opposed check for their joints. Four faceless, nameless vampires just there to get killed. And Everett is nowhere <laughs> to be seen. Like oh, Everett's busy turning someone into a vampire yeah. in an alleyway, trying yeah. to prevent himself from vomiting <laughs> human blood. Yeah. Uh, also, how many hunger dice do you have right now, Tyler? I've got three. Oh man, and there's four of them. You I could know. have like three and a snack I later. A sip from each yep. one. Yeah. Uh, uh, four, four successes with one of them critical success. Damn. Um, all right. So uh, yeah, you you rip off two arms. Um, you immediately hear a lot of my favorite kind of SWAT guy mask talk from specifically the Resident Evil games of like uh, or stormtroopers when a Jedi shows up, just kind of be like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Um, and, uh, as the two who are kind of like, who've got your legs kind of start to ease back, one of them's like, I thought they said she was Toreador. What the fuck is this? What's with this gangrel bullshit? Um, uh, at which point, uh, Emily leaps. Um, now as you'll recall, uh, Emily, uh, is, uh, inflicted with, um, uh, uh whatever the fuck werewolfism is in this system. Lycanthropy? Yeah, like anthropy. That's what it is in every system. Colon, the apocalypse, which is the full name of their system. Uh, but yes, she werewolf the apocalypse is out. Uh, she unfortunately, there is not a full moon, so she can't go full full uh, wolf. Um, but um, she also might not be fully a werewolf. So she leaps through the air with her one arm um, and just kind of like lands, um, like just plows. Uh, one of the guys just lost his arm into the ground. 
Um, and she's like, look, we have something in common. Uh, and then she just starts like pounding his, the back of his chest um, against the ground uh, with her one arm. Um, Iris, um, you can feel your muscles um, spasming. Um, uh, you think you hear your back crack. Uh, and you, you kind of um, lurch uh, forward as, as your, your physical proportions seem to shift. Um, this is all very unpleasant. Uh, and I'm you never going to fit hope... into that dress now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, who knows? Who knows? Tomorrow's a whole, whole day away. Um, so uh, kind of lurching forward, um, you have one armless man who's not being pounded to death on the ground. Um, the two who were grabbing your legs are... Um, are falling back um, and uh, they both um, pull out uh, sort of uh, silvered tactical blades, um, sort of one in each hand, uh, but they are clearly backing the fuck off. Like this is not how this was supposed to go down, uh, but they're making their way towards the door. Do you pursue them or do you deal with uh, the armless man to your right? No, I go after them. Um, okay, so we're going to get into some weird combat rules, uh, so let's do that, shall we? Um, Miles, go ahead with um, Strength and Brawl, please, uh, and I will go uh, the same with my dudes. Three successes. Uh, okay, I only got one. Um, so uh, you drive. Um, I just. I also just want to mention that it, it's kind of funny because it's a six six six. The three successes. <laughs> Does that count for anything? I mean, it's highly appropriate dramatically for what's occurring right now, and given what's <laughs> happening to your body, very appropriate. Um, so you uh, lunge forward. Um, what? Uh, what's your attack? look like also given that iris isn't a fighty person uh, i've given you brawl largely because when your hands become talons everything's kind of a brawl i'm curious mm-hmm. what you think iris attacking someone looks like i do want to say it took me a minute on the 666 but i think we call it an unholy moly <laughs> yay <laughs> you just broke tyler God. <laughs> unholy moly <laughs> Oh man, I, uh, that's. I was wondering what my Vampire the Masquerade shirt was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Three dice that say six, 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 six with unholy moly on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good, Ryan. Well done. <laughs> Ten points to Gryffindor. I'm, uh, I w- I'm going to give you advantage in a different game because I can't hear. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So Miles, yeah. What is what is Iris attacking one of these uh, sort of vampire SWAT guys look like? I unfortunately think it's like Twilight vampires where they're like, it's super swift, super fast, but dangerous. Like she's just, it's like surgical strikes and it's almost like she's moving as a blur. Cool. Yeah, I think that makes sense. But with the way we've described this and also with what your instinct would be doing, given that you're basically turning into Slenderman. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a full on like, whereas Ridley's the saber tooth run, this is just like... Um, a multitude of fast um, claw slashes um, as yeah, this... like the like the not to reference a bad movie, but the lady, the lady Wolverine in two. Lady Death, oh, Lady, Death 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 that's who. Oh, it is Lady Death 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 Death
they're not like, look out, it's Lady Deathstrike. It's, it's, no yeah. one says her name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, look, she's like you. Yeah, but with fingies. Um, so yeah, use your, your razor fingies uh, and you slash that fucker up. Um, the other one is going to uh, leap at you uh, with his blades. Uh, Miles, can you please roll me a uh, dexterity and... Um, uh, yeah, uh, let's go with survival. You don't want me to win this one, eh? <laughs> I gave you fucking claws. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, turning into a spooky bite slash monster doesn't make it tougher, I guess. Well, I still got, on my two dice, I still got two successes and one critical. <laughs> wow, nice. Fuck, all right. Uh, I I rolled a, a one, a six, and a one, so I'm going to say your success, your your crit trumps the uh, one. Um, so uh, he goes to drive the blades in, and then suddenly his uh, friend from the ground slams into him um, as Emily one hand uh, like shot puts the guy uh, uh, into him. Um, that dude reacts very quickly, grabs his friend with the compacted chest, uh, and uh, books it uh, as you continue to um, hack and slash. Um, given your current state. Do you think you would have the presence of mind to stop slashing this vamp and leave him for Tyler? Or are you just like, fuck all this noise. This guy's got to go. Well, how many do I have? Like, I have the armless one. Is he so gone? There's, the, there's one armless one who Emily didn't attack, um, mm-hmm. who is dealing with... Uh, he's, like, about to rush um, because they're vampires. So, like, this fucking sucks, but it's mitigatable. Um there's the guy you're slashing to ribbons who I would argue is incapacitated but not dead because it takes a lot to drop a vamp Uh, and two kindred just ran out the door so the one that Emily was like cracking the chest on she threw that at the guy who just attacked you so the two of them are gone running down the hall yeah I feel though like don't stop on my account I was just joking like isn't it funny oh no no I, uh... I agree though but I actually think given that Emily or sorry given that Iris is now aware of this it might actually be something that occurs to her, but yeah, she's also I, in a frenzy. So I definitely, I definitely think I want to keep one, but I think if I can keep the armless one to talk, I would probably just tear this 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 motherfucker with the blade to shreds. Gotcha. All right, so you just keep keep working, um, and it's it's a. Uh, it's I would a like fucking... to tear his throat out if possible. Yep, um, with your elongated jaw or with your stabby fingies. Um, I would like to, if I would like to like tear out his voice box with my mm-hmm. fingies and then if with my elongated jaw, if I could just like sever the head, that'd be nice. Okay. So you tear out the jaw or tear yeah. out the throat, giving you some like room to move yeah, and then just clamp on either side of the head and twist. Just go. Yeah. Um, great. So you, you crank the head off and spit it out, uh, like a fucking sunflower shell. Yeah. Um, and uh, you turn back uh, to Emily, who is currently ripping the other arm off uh, the uh, the guy on the ground. Um, it would seem that uh, you've gained regained control of the situation. Uh, the other two guys are long gone. Uh, you've killed one uh, who is slowly kind of uh, falling apart into muck and mud behind you, as, as vamps are like to do as the body quickly ages. Um, but you do still have one alive. Uh, who is just muttering like, oh, fuck, 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 ah, fuck. And I can talk in my state? Um, yeah, but uh, give yourself a spooky voice. 
family. Uh, yes. Put him, put him in the snack room. Oh, good. More. I like that we have fun voices now. Um, so she just grabs him by the head and like drags him. It's like a classic like Resident Evil monster drag um, behind the door. She just boots it shut. Um, and in your head, uh, Miles, you hear a faint voice just say, you again. <laughs> hey, everybody. Tom McGee here, your friendly neighborhood DM. And I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to our shows. I hope you're having a great time. Obviously, we are. I'm probably really stressed because they're, they're probably doing something horrible to me right now. But uh, I hope you're enjoying it and uh, we're enjoying you being here. And listen, if you want to get a little bit more involved uh, in our show and with the various things we do, you can check out patreon.com slash dice where you can find more information about how you can become a part of the show, how you can screw with me on air, how you can add names and all that sort of stuff. And it's a great way to support us in our ongoing dumb adventures. So thanks very much for joining us. And I will see you out there in the dumbverse. Meanwhile, um, Everett, uh, you are... I also love that that's not the end of the episode. Nah, man. <laughs> Shit got real on our night off. Um, where, where are you taking... Uh, Jocelyn, you're in the Dinkeldorf cab. Did you just dump her in the trunk? Or yeah, like, she's, where... uh, uh, Ridley would have forced her to go into the trunk because she will go bestial with hunger. Uh, I, I will also say she's like full on out of it now. She was lung shot, so like this is a lot. Um, so it's not like she's doing the classic. Like, I'm still awake though. <laughs> um, it's not that bit where they turn around and she's like, wait, and they're like, what? <sighs> yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, it's I think not, I'm about, no, wait, I'm still here. Yeah, it's not Will Ferrell in uh, Austin Powers. Um, so, so Everett, what the fuck are we going to do with Jocelyn St. James, now a vampire? I, I don't want to label too much on you, but you made that choice real quick, which is not usual for you. What's your plan there, Gov? Uh, I don't, I, I, I don't know right, just right now, really. Uh, I'm going to need to, uh, think on it for, uh for a minute um who who were those those man those people that attacked us did you i don't know they tasted russian i can't explain why it might not be true but it's what my heart says uh did they look like inquisition um they're wearing civilian clothes but i think if you were to venture a guess based on only ambush because i mean like jocelyn was very careful a, like she she was smart enough to kind of know that there was a tale, but B, the fact that they didn't attack her, they waited till you were there, would suggest Inquisition. Okay. Um, so I think as Everett's sort of more typical faculties return to him, you know, um, he's starting to kind of like break it down, maybe talking it through with Ridley, um, just saying like, those, those men probably were Inquisition. They attacked in a group and they... They were tailing. Jocelyn didn't attack until we were on the scene. Us vampires. Makes sense that they'd be Inquisition. I mean, I'd assume so. They were less armoured than you'd fucking think, though, because the other ones we faced have been like SWAT people. But we have a shooter, and we didn't fucking find a shooter. None of my boys had guns. Uh, if they had, they probably would have shot off like three times into the sky while screaming. Uh, but they didn't. So right. this is fucking layers on layers, mate. They 
did have guns. Oh well, uh, one so shot had... with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will. I will say, Ryan, in your like murder spree, um, it didn't they matter. Were... I got too close. Okay, well then, I'll just take it back instantly. Well, I mean, they all had fucking guns. I didn't check the fucking ammo, and not worth our time because we had to move. But yeah, no. I would say Inquisition. We don't have anyone else with fucking human militia that would attack us at night. The fucking orphans just drive by and I don't know, yell shit. <laughs> like, oh, we die really easy. Sorry about that other fucking time, I assume, cowards. <laughs> Jocelyn <laughs> is our best lead on this drac situation. And, I mean, that's turning normal folk into, what'd she say, thin blood vampires? Yeah, it's doing that fucking shit for sure. I mean, whether we're vampire or not, that's just against the masquerade, right? Just turning folk willy-nilly in the middle of a club. Oh, yeah, no, fuck Chaos breakout. This so isn't we got to stop to that. Yeah, this isn't like ecstasy, one of those fun drugs. They're like, you know, shrooms where you're like, I'm going to help you with your PTSD, even though the government says no. No, this is like people who sell fucking heroin at a school ground. You fucking bury them in the ground and you piss on the grave. Yeah, so we're going to need her help with that. I, I think for now we wait for the process to run its course and then we try and talk with her. Uh, okay, this is kind I don't of know a dark- what I was thinking. Did she, I hate to do this bit of a reveal to you because you were really caught up in your moment, but she sort of was like, don't let him turn me into a vampire and then try to kill you. And I stopped her. So now she's a vampire. So we might need to like chain her up. And then at some point, if we don't want her to just stay in a frenzy, we've got to, like, feed her. Uh, and then, I mean, we've got options. First of all, I'd like to be clear, because you get really caught up in these moral situations, and I don't think you're in one, because she's a piece of shit. She fucking murdered police officers to save you because you stole a fucking baby. She didn't know who the fuck they were. They weren't in this fucking game. I mean, they were in a criminal game, but not in the like, I'm here because of the Inquisition. Look at my fucking app. Bam, bam. Your kids are now going to grow up with fucking no one. Like, she sucks. So we can do what we need to do. Maybe, uh, maybe we get what information we can and then, uh, I'll just, you know, take care of her. I'll, I'll finish what those Inquisition boys started. So this is just kind of hitting a pause on the whole thing. I guess I uh, I don't know what I was thinking turning her. I don't want to turn everyone that I run into. I I don't right, know. So so you don't want this. What if she doesn't want to go once she turns out to be all spooky vampire eternal lifey? Well, let's just get back to the bar. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. All right. So, so I'll call ahead to get them to bring a buffet. Here's the question, though. So I eat pieces of shit, and now Chunky eats narcissists. Uh, well, you got... don't eat animals, though, when Harvey eats animals. No, that one's fucked up. But you know what? Harvey's a special boy. Very airy, very weird. Uh, I mean, are you hungry? You haven't fucking eaten in a while. We can get you your thing, and maybe we could make sure whatever you like is in a buffet in case Jocelyn Saint, I don't fucking like vampires over here, needs something to eat. I, uh... Well, I'll, we'll find out. We got another night to... To figure this out, she'll no. We're, she'll we're at the up. fucking Elysium tomorrow, and I we just I, I guess the bear boys could watch it chained in a basement, but that doesn't seem quite as moral as I would expect. Uh, I will point out you, although he would also likely go. Diederik is now kind of on the team, so Diederik could also potentially, or Dederik rather, could also do this. Uh, but 
he seems like he's been to Elysium's before, so you might actually want to bring him with you. Yeah, I, I will also say, up until now, we've sort of had, like, random street thugs that we could tie up. This one seems like she's probably able to pick a fucking lock and get out of a fucking chain and then kill TJ, and I'm not fucking cool with that. So, I don't know, we could take it to Iris's and see what they fucking got going on there. Maybe Emily's got an idea. It's a fucking building. I don't fucking... I just don't want to give her access to the whole fucking operation. You bought us coffins, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you didn't want one, right? You want to keep sleeping in the office. Right. I can't remember if you got me one anyway or not. We I just mean, I probably did. Fuck it. You know what? They'll bring back as many as I do. We could put her in a coffin temporarily. That's fine. And that way, you know, you're not picking a lock that you're on the inside of. And we've got Chunky to kind of watch it. Okay, so I'll call ahead and get the buffet uh, set up so that we can feed her. Uh, also, I need to fucking eat because uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm a little bit fucking well done right now. And I'd like to not be so fucking burnt up because of shit face in a fucking trunk. You know what? She deserved it. Fuck her. Uh, he starts calling ahead to get the boys to bring him a human he can eat. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and everyone will just say, yeah, you know what? Don't bother with her. We'll... We'll talk to her hungry. Maybe it'll make her more uh, amenable to talking. I mean, Everett, I hate to point this out, but do you remember when we saw... Uh, oh, no, yeah, you didn't fucking see it. Let me tell you what a beast your frenzy looks like. Iris, a wonderful little person who loves to make friends and is always like, this is too violent. Well, she kind of screamed... Uh, and then ripped through the centre of someone's torso, yelling incoherently, and then ate the fucking art, and then was kind of still ready to go, and only then, when she was sated, did she come back down to be like, oh, that may not have been the best choice. So if we leave her hungry, we may just have someone going, ah, and then breaking her own arms, ripping out of whatever they're in, uh, and then eating people that don't deserve it. This is sounding like more and more trouble than it's worth. Uh... Well, no, because you made a great point. You've got to remember where you started because you get lost partway through. We need information about the Drek. She's got information about the Drek. That's all good. Otherwise, this happens to hundreds of other people. We had to burn like 400 people to fucking death last night because of this shit. And that'll happen again. We can't just be bringing people in off the street, though, guessing what she might be hungry for. I mean, what if she eats kids? What, what, well, we're not uh, going to bring a fucking kid, because then I'll kill her. It's one of my convictions. <laughs> keep saying this conviction stuff. Uh, it was a really big thing in my fucking neighborhood, all right? Everybody had a touchstone, and everybody had convictions. Look, leave it with me, all right? I'll deal with it myself. Your boys went to a daytime construction site and brought a cop back for someone to eat. People don't stop looking for cops after one night, all right? That's going to be on us for a long time. I love give, it. give, listen to me out here, give the boys a break. There's some heat there, you know? We are Okay, first of all, we already took care of two other boys, but it's really weird to be like, they were more disorganized than me. We got somebody in a fucking trunk and your answer is, I won't feed her. <laughs> She doesn't feel terribly moral. You had such a strong emotional connection previously. Where did it I, go? I'm just saying I will deal with it, Ridley. I'm not saying I won't feed her. I'm saying I'll deal with it. Okay, so we put her in a coffin and I handle storage and then you get to feed her. It's like a real shit zoo. Sure, yeah. A real fucking shit zoo. 
It's also a name of a dog, but I can't come up with the pun. <laughs> and with that, I just uh, did. <laughs> the cab um, pulls up to uh, TJ Malone's. Uh, the driver, who is wearing uh, sound-canceling headphones the whole way, um, and is is clearly like uh, you know just like humming along to uh, Miley Cyrus's latest bop, um, just kind of like nods and waves, um, completely oblivious to this like incredibly charged, uh, bleak conversation. Um, so having committed to the idea of uh, the shit zoo and um, uh, Ridley having taken Everett at his word uh, that he'll handle it, uh, Everett, you you make your way around uh, to the back of the car uh, to handle it, only to find uh, the trunk open, the body gone, and an empty vial of Drac. Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Megan Miles at Meggie Miles on Twitter, and Storyteller Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's logos are by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai angle and all our ads use the tracks no control in chiefs by jazzar that's j-a-h-z-z-a-r all of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We've also got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon of Darkness at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Caitlin O, Zekin X, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.